Right. Alex Jones is funnier than Andy Kaufman's ever been. Alex Jones is f***ing hilarious often. Did you see often. the whole Bill he- that he's Bill Hicks? Yeah. No. Conspiracy? That's not real. I went down that, that rabbit hole. So, that's the silly I know, but there are videos. But he had a, one thing about talking about, like, if uh, it's between his family starving or eating his neighbor. He, oh, he's I know. like, I'll eat your ass. I and thought... So it became this giant... Come on. Do you don't think there's an entertainment value in him saying he's going to eat his neighbor? It's my dumpster fire. Right. But there's something to that, like, to ba- to stop that and ban that. You're, you're, not, you're not stopping anyone from... You not, you're not stopping anybody from anything bad by not having Alex do this entertaining thing about eating his neighbor. You're not saving anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you, you gotta, like, what are you doing? Like, what is he doing that's so awful? I don't know how to fix any of it. This, it's, it's entertaining. Like, why is it only acceptable if you have some kind of entertainment? Because there's so many rap videos that you could watch that I enjoy, but they're talking about shooting people and robbing people, and it's everywhere on YouTube. Yeah. It's so prevalent. Yeah. And somehow or another, that's okay. Like, it's f***ing weird what's allowed and what's not allowed. All right. As any regular listener or viewer knows, I could care less about Hollywood. In fact, I hate it. I can care less about $100 million deals. I can care less about Spotify stock being up $4 million if it was just in the normal course of business. But with all the huge news we've got and the fact that I'm supposed to be taken off the show to work on the Bill Gates documentary and take the kids hiking, I'm here at work. I'm on air because of this. Joe called me yesterday. and We talked about 45 minutes, and I've known him 22 years. And he has never spilt his guts to me like he did. And I mean, there's been times when we both had like two bottles of liquor and been up for a day and a half in Vegas. And we didn't spill guts like this. So this was over the top and the planets all aligned. And he told me three months ago about the deal, but asked me not to talk about it till it was done. And I said, hey, I'm, I mean, it's great what you're doing. But then when he saw them ban all these medical doctors, prestigious doctors, hospital owners, Cedar sinai clinic owners that were coming out and exposed to the COVID fraud, and he saw the media put out the lies of Bill and Melinda Gates and all the fake models, and then he saw people he knew demonetized, banned, blocked for having those doctors on. He said, that's it, because he wasn't ready to do the deal. He wasn't sure about it, And he was on the razor's edge, and then he did that. Now, why is that so important? This is bigger than Joe Rogan, the number one podcast in the world. It's about free expression, and it's about the dominoes falling, and it's about the fact that Dave Rubin, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, they're all moving to Austin. And they're classical liberals, not leftist authoritarians, and they're trying to escape the left. And with thought leaders like that, we could get the left to finally wake up to a great extent about what schmucks they are. And so a revolution against the globalist from the leftist movement and by liberals is victory. So, folks, you know you get next year's news today here, okay? I knew Trump was going to win. It was big when we had Trump on. I wasn't nervous at all. Not nervous when I talked to Trump on the phone. It's important. Trump's important. This Joe Rogan thing is way bigger. When I look at the tea leaves, And the psychic imprint, you could say, makes me 
have not chills up the back, chills in my third eye. I mean, I'm having chills right here, right now. I've never had that before. This is a tremor in the force. The last time I felt it was in the presence of my old master. This is a big enchilada. <laughs> and I said, Joe, you sure you want me to go in there and say all this? Because he's, 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 I'm getting the big story because I'm in the story. And this is a story about all of us. When we come back, we've got so much big news today, but believe me, you do not want to miss this transmission. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today for a pro-human future. Uh, Joe is defecting to the Infowar. That's right. stable at this time. Uh, we're just uh, waiting for the water to crest. We're assessing what damages we have, and we have been assisting people with sheltering. I thought I'd start the broadcast today with a horrible image of a major dam in Michigan built back when this country was still about building a pro-human future. And now you see it collapsing. Remember reading 20, 30, 40 years ago, leftist groups, Sierra Club, all of them, saying, we want to get rid of all the dams in America. We want to get rid of fossil fuels, too. We want to get rid of all the smelting plants. We want to get rid of all the farms because you're going to work in retail. You're going to work in service industry. And now as soon as they got the majority of people working in the service industry and America deindustrialized, oh, guess what? Unless you're with a big Fortune 100 company, you are non-essential. You are a slave. You are obsolete. You are under siege. All right, let me do this. Let me get into all the big news that's unfolding right now. And then the next two segments after that, I'm going to give you the exclusive on Joe Rogan and why it's such a big deal. This is a lot bigger than the market cap of Spotify going up almost $5 billion dollars in the last 48 hours since Rogan made the announcement. From what, 30 billion to 35 billion. This is a lot bigger than Joe getting 100 and something million and believe me, that's just the beginning. I don't care to hear about Rolling Stones go on tour again and make $200 million. Who cares? The reason this is important is it's a domino like in Viva Vendetta being knocked over and I already saw this coming and I worked on this with Joe And I told Joe all this was coming. I'm not taking credit because Joe's as smart as I am or smarter. But Joe does care about his kids in America and the world. And he thought I was exaggerating. And now he has drunk the Kool-Aid in a good way. Uh, Or let's just say the antidote to the Kool-Aid. And that's why I got so pissed at Joe a few years ago. If you watch my last podcast with him, it's almost five hours long. His podcast, he's finishing my sentences. 
he's bringing in topics that he thinks I've presented too quickly or incorrectly and then really trying to help. And he really thought he could meet with all the executives and all these big billionaires and convince them this was the wrong path. And he worked very hard to get InfoWars back platformed. And instead, they started messing with him. And that doesn't work very well with Joe. I've known Joe 22 years. I know him very well. You know, he and I don't drink as much as we used to. I go a long time without drinking. So does Joe. And he doesn't smoke as much pot as he used to. Back when I first knew him, he didn't smoke pot. Actually, Eddie Bravo got him into it. Don't Eddie like 20 years. Good God. So this is a big deal. It's, 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 it's about a, uh, the globalist dam blocking freedom collapsing. So it's all coming up, ladies and gentlemen. And it's destiny. And Joe told me about his plans. And I told him, I said, this is hardcore, man. You really want me to tell people this? He said, yeah, no, I want you to go on air and tell everybody this. And so Joe's always tried to stay politically neutral and he tried to get along with the left and they have acted like total monsters and he's done with them. And he doesn't care what they do. He's coming after them. So that's what's exciting. And he is right now moving to Austin and he's got a bunch of other big plans. I'm not going to tell you about yet, but you already see all these people that are out there like Elon Musk and Dave Rubin this week saying they're leaving L.A. And now Joe Rogan's leaving. And it's 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 a collapse, not just of the people that went to L.A. to try to be famous coming like locusts to Texas, but it's the inverse of that. It's the intelligentsia rejecting the left and rejecting their ideology and leaving it like you leave Sodom and Gomorrah. L.A. is going to totally collapse. New York's going to totally collapse. Trump just left New York last year. And people are leaving the ideologies. They are rejecting, because I wouldn't call Joe a leftist, but he, he was a liberal libertarian, and he now understands that this stuff's real. And he understands that the credibility of InfoWars is platinum right now and i don't say that from a perspective of a power trip it's the opposite it's a great responsibility and god has guided our steps and i i'm certainly had a lot of problems but my heart's in the right place and i've meant well we've had about a 97 percent accuracy rate and now the world's really waking up to what we face and it can look like we're losing everything and all of a sudden the table's turn against the new world order it's just like alan key said when he was on a few weeks ago we got to get him back on the enemies launched their attack, and at first it looks like they're winning, but we haven't counterstruck yet. And evil always overruns you at first until you decide to fight, and then you turn the tide, or you are destroyed. And when people wake up to the fact that, wait, the New World Order doesn't mean prosperity, the New World Order means implantable chips and, and my children being brainwashed and not having speech, well, I'm going to fight you. And then they try to intimidate you, and they go after you, and that doesn't intimidate you. It pisses you off more. And so they made a real mistake messing with people like Dave Rubin in his house. He's not that big of a guy, but he's a well-spoken guy, and he's getting bigger. The point is, or messing with Elon Musk, who then sarcastically went, oh, yes, we'll all have brain chips now in the New World Order, and you're right, I'm joining your world government. I'm like, well, he's bad now. He was using reverse psychology on everybody. Like, you're right, I want world government and brain chips and all the children. 
because Gates and, and Zuckerberg are all working on that quietly, getting ready to roll it out for real. And so Musk is like, oh, I just love world government now, and it's the end of humanity. I used to think we could fight AI, but now I'm just going to submit to it. And it was absolute satire. People say, well, you know, do you really want to eat your neighbors? That was satire, too. So people can smell the new world order now, and it's in your face. It's not some hypothetical deal. People are going, you know what? I'm done with you. And by the way, I'm going to fight your ass. And so finally, men are beginning to find their testicles again and beginning to find their will and realizing fighting tyranny isn't heroic. Fighting tyranny is survival. When I swim down to the bottom of a 20-foot lake and I get to the bottom and I'm coming back to the top, it's not heroic that I'm going up for air. It's survival. This is coming up for air. Going under globalist control is like being held underwater. And anybody that pretends that you're going to get ahead in this system, the CEOs and billionaires that run this are the most unhappy, enslaved people in the world. They're all these power cults that mess with each other all day long. It's nightmarish. It's hellish. The families are fake. They are all racked with disease, racked with mental illness, racked with suicide. The children of the establishment have the highest rates of mental illness and suicide. They are cursed. They are cursed. And I knock on wood and trust in Jesus. I am just blessed. I have to go through some stuff. I have to get attacked, but it's all phony. And as soon as I call the man behind the curtain, I'm just a little dog. As soon as I call it, it like mist every time disappears. But these sorcerers have their illusions. And as soon as you don't worry about that and say, it's like in nightmare dreams where you know people are stabbing you or killing you. I used to have those a lot 20, 30 years ago. And I finally just learned to just go, go ahead, stab me. Be Christ-like. And then it all ends as soon as you just go, go ahead. It doesn't matter anymore. You don't fight demons in your sleep. You let Jesus do that. But in the real world, you fight them. Or God will leave your presence. And so people are now finding God. I had a long... Um, can't get into that. Sorry. Um, a certain well-known person um, talked to me about Jesus quite a bit the other day and how much God has empowered them and, and how they trust fully in God. And so a lot of good things are happening. I'm talking about a major leader. In today's world, violent crime can victimize anyone, anytime. When violent crime confronts you, will you be able to protect yourself and your loved ones? For personal protection training, there's none better than FrontSight, the world's premier firearms training facility near Las Vegas, Nevada. Learn firearm skills from FrontSight's world-class instructors, led by FrontSight's founder and director, Dr. Ignatius Piazza. Whether you're in law enforcement, the military, or a private citizen, after your first firearm training course at FrontSight, you'll leave with skills that surpass 99% of the gun-owning population, guaranteed. And now, you and your family can train at FrontSight free of charge. Yes, free. Go now to FrontSight.com slash radio to secure a $2,000 four-day defensive handgun course. Absolutely free with no catch. Enter F-R-O-N-T-S-I-G-H-T dot com slash radio. Act now before these free courses are all taken. Secure your free four-day course at FrontSight.com slash radio. FrontSight, America's gun training destination. This is a Corona Crisis Self-Reliance Alert. If you're worried about the power grid in the current crisis and want to generate your own supply of off-the-grid electrical power just in case, pay close attention. Here's why. A limited supply of solar backup generators will be available again in the next two weeks. 
These emergency backup systems provide life-saving electrical backup power when you get off the grid. And unlike gas generators, these solar generators run quietly, emit no fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Dangerous weather, social unrest, or overloaded grids this summer will not be a problem if you go to mysolarbackup.com and get your solar backup generator. We regret that supplies are limited and only available on a first-come, first-served basis. Check availability at mysolarbackup.com. Never suffer painful power outages again. Go to mysolarbackup.com. That's mysolarbackup.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. Broadcasting worldwide on this May 21st, Thursday, global transmission. So, a lot of people see media as, I don't watch football, so I don't care about NFL news. Or, I don't like golf, so I don't watch the Golf Channel. Or, I don't like MTV videos or MTV shows. I'm not an idiot 12-year-old, I don't watch that. So, you hear about Joe Rogan. Okay, Everybody's heard about Joe Rogan. He's got about... 15 million viewers a day on average with all those different videos that are out there that just keep building and reaching more people. And it's just expanding, expanding to to where he is the modern Johnny Carson. There's not been something in 30 years that has that many viewers consistently. That's a discussional talk that isn't scripted. And so it's a big success. And I know that Joe knows about the new world order and knows about globalism and cares about it. Cause back when I first met him in 1998, and we got a, a chance to hang out quite a bit because he was dating a girl that lived in Houston. I'll just leave it at that. And I was friends with uh, uh, Kevin Booth that produced some of his shows. And so I got to know Joe, and that's great. And he just got bigger and bigger over the years and started InfoWars. But then he, he's out in L.A., he's married, he's got children, and he just wants to have a happy life. And he just wants to promote freedom, but he doesn't want to be political. And so the world changes. And then the censorship purge takes place. And Joe quietly behind the scenes, one of the most powerful people in the media, period, as important as Rush Limbaugh, but reaching a wide audience that isn't compartmentalized. Reaching an audience that just isn't conservatives or liberals or Christians or Muslims or Satanists or agnostics or Hindus. He's reaching that big, giant audience that isn't just one group. That's the Holy Grail. That's what InfoWars has done as well. But not like Joe's been able to do it. Normally, you have a conservative show that's 90% conservative listeners or a liberal show that's 90% liberal listeners. With InfoWars, we're a 50% Christian, hardcore, conservative, and then some libertarians, and then some folks that are trying to figure out what's going on and people on certain topics, and then some leftists that tune in. I mean, we're, 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 we're maverick in that sense, but not like Joe Rogan, where if you look at the demographics of his show, sure, the core is men 
you know, 18 to 56 or so. That's about 40% of his audience. But the rest is a wide spectrum in women and you name it. And so the corporate system tried to court him and the big CEOs and tried to get him on board with the New World Order. And I know he went and had meetings with some of the, you know, big guys. But once he found out they were bad news, and I was going after him saying, you could change this. You, you could be the big domino that fights the censorship. How dare you? I know you know the truth. Joe went, actually, you're right, Alex. I went down this road a little bit. These people are bad news. But I'm going to try to turn them around. I'm going to try to talk sense into them. And that was a year and a half ago. Well, now he knows he can't talk sense into them. And now they messed with him. And they tried to dominate him. And they tried to intimidate him. And so now, Joe understands what's going on, and now he is super pissed off and super excited and super happy to really be himself. And you notice what happened. First podcast since he came out that he's going to Spotify. He's still on all platforms until September. What happened, ladies and gentlemen? Joe Rogan, Obamagate is real and illegal. Obama is a criminal. Obama needs to go to prison. The ink wasn't dry on him ready to leave YouTube and, and Apple and all these people that this happened. He called me right after he taped this yesterday. And he felt so good about it. And I felt good about it too. This is exciting. Everybody else sells out that makes millions of dollars. Stephen Colbert knows all this stuff. He used to be a patriot too. Did you know that? Stephen Colbert used to be a big Alex Jones fan. Nobody knew that, did you? I'm going to stop right there. Joe used to work at Comedy Central. Look at Stephen Colbert now. He's got to sit there and worship Bill Gates on TV. And he got a bonus for that. Did you know that? Yeah. Most of the people at Comedy Central hate the management. And they tell us everything. You think they like working with people like this? These are sick, evil people. And I was disgusted that Joe wasn't getting it a few years ago and was trying to go along with it. But you see, they were in the stage of reaching out to Joe and trying to seduce him so that he wouldn't say no when the censorship began. But then as soon as it became dominant, they started clamping down on him. And they started banning doctors that, that had were reading NIH information that COVID-19 wasn't even as bad as the flu. And Joe went and talked to his personal doctor and Joe went and did research and he found out it was true. And he said, well, this is all a big lie. And so when push came to shove, it wasn't about the money because I, I got a newsflash for you. The details of Joe's deal, he's, he's making the same amount of money, folks. He's making Spotify an extra five billion, four and a half billion since this deal happened. And, and, and it's, it's a big success, and that's great because it's in his contract. He has free speech. But see, that's about making the industry know if you block people's speech, you take the you out of YouTube or the, you know, you out of Facebook. If you take the people out of it, we will just exit us. And as other companies see this, the investment will come in very quickly because the speed of scalability of technology. And overnight, everyone is going to move to these other platforms. And you'll see Alex Jones back on Spotify. And you'll see everybody else. And then you'll see the total collapse of Hollywood and the total collapse of the, of the media establishment that's already happened. Look at Hollywood going along with the lockdown. 
to try to hurt Trump. All it's done is killed the blue cities and killed the rotting Ephesus edifice that was Hollywood. It's self-destruction. It's all they've got now. They're trying to burn us down. They're trying to blow our house down. Our, our house is made out of brick, bro. Your house is made out of straw. You're blowing your own house down. So you can huff and you can puff. But you ain't doing jack squat except blowing your own feet off. We're the competent, smart, aggressive people. And you undominant weirdos all got together and thought, we'll finally be the alpha. And you went out and tried to enslave everyone with a high-tech wizard grid, thinking that would then make you a god when all it did was make you the most hated person on earth, Bill Gates. That's all you did, buddy, was wake us up. You thought you were kicking our ass the whole time, and all you were doing was summoning the Kraken. So this this Joe Rogan thing's a big deal, and, and you know I talked to him a long time. I got a bunch of notes here. I haven't gone over these yet, but when we come back, I'm going to lay that out, and I'm going to be done, and we'll get into all the news, and Owen is going to come in here and do a great job. He's going to hold a broadcast lineup for you, but I had to come in because this was so seismic. Joe Rogan calling me and saying, I want you to be the one that tells everybody what I'm going to do because you were part of this story and I want folks to know that I'm not backing down. That's what makes free societies. That's the essence of victory. That is the beginning of the collapse of the New World Order. Hand sanitizer is not an option. It's now a must-have. But where can you find it? Online at 2020safe.net. The highest quality hand sanitizer that destroys microorganisms and prevents transmission of pathogens. Now available in a one-liter bottle with a bonus at 2020safe.net. When you order a one-liter bottle of our high-quality hand sanitizer, you'll receive a 30-count bottle of Immune Booster, a $14.95 value, free by using code GCN at checkout. 2020safe.net offers many natural products to help support health and help you live a more fulfilled life. From germ zapping hand sanitizer to immune building nutraceuticals to natural stress, anxiety, and sleep aids. 2020safe.net has what you need in stock today. Just click 2020safe.net. That's 2020safe.net to get our one liter bottle of high quality hand sanitizer with your bonus free 30 count bottle of immune booster. Remember to enter GCN at checkout and the bonus is yours free. Go now to 2020safe.net. Now it's official. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. I bet on humanity. I bet on you. I bet on my father, my mother, my wife, my children. I bet on our ancestors. Most importantly, I bet on God and a pro-human future. And the left in their authoritarian evil has intimidated and lied about and bullied so many people that now they have awoken the sleeping giant. And Joe Rogan, with the number one Western media platform in the world, reaching tens and tens of millions of new people every week, hundreds of millions every week with the old shows he's done that are all just exploding in popularity, has now 
taken the plunge and exclusively told yours truly as a message about where he's going next. And this is a very exciting story because it's a pilgrim's progress. And it's that first domino going down in the huge exodus of the Dave Rubens and the Elon Musk and the Joe Rogans leaving L.A., turning their backs on Hollywood. Hollywood thought they would collapse America. All they've done is collapse themselves in their self-destructiveness. So that's why this is so exciting. You know, Joe's a smart guy, and I respect him, but he just couldn't believe they were this evil and this bad. But now seeing everything I told him about many years ago come true, he now has decided, not for the money, he was already making that much money with what he was doing on all these other platforms, to leave so that he could have his free speech because they were blocking and delisting and demonetizing things that he said that were pro-America, pro-freedom, pro-family. And when he would say that there are only two genders, they would go after him for that. And so his contract says he can talk about whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and he's leaving YouTube on September 1st. And all those archives and all that material will be transferred over to Spotify, launching its new video platform with Joe Rogan. And in the contract, 20 minutes a week, or 20 minutes per show, 20 minutes per show, this isn't even known yet, I'm telling you. Joe said I could tell you. Of his content will allow to be on other platforms like Apple and, and, and Google. And if Google and them want to play hardball and want to totally kick him off now, he's happy to do that. Because he said, you know, you're right. A man with courage only dies once, but a man who's living on their knees dies a thousand times. And he said, it's so un-American, Alex. I can't get into all of it, but he said, you can tell people this, to have these bureaucrats and these techies and this cult call you up and, and tell you what you ought to do and what you ought to say and to, you know, quietly threaten you when, when it's YouTube and you brought them all this money and, and all these other creators are being abused and squeezed by these bully nerds who have formed this, this cult of cowardice. It has to come to an end. And so it's going to be that exodus of people to not just places like Spotify. Spotify gets, if it opens up as a little freer, it'll get big. But it's going to be a lot of other platforms like Bandot Video. And, and that's what all of this is about. And so that's why it's so exciting. So here are some of the notes. I mean, you see Joe came out in his first podcast since this was announced. The company's up almost $5 million uh, on the news. Joe Rogan, Obamagate is real and illegal. See, he's coming right after Obama. Obama should be arrested. $4 billion as of this morning. It's almost $5 billion up right now. And the globalists will attack the stock. Look, the point is, is that just like when Trump got elected, the stock market went up because it meant America was open for business. It means, hey, Spotify is going to have free speech. Nobody else is. You bet that place is going to have folks swinging from the chandeliers. That's what America's all about, baby. So we have the big exclusive article on Infowars.com. Joe Rogan tells Alex Jones he's going to war against big tech censorship. But the reason I'm excited is my old friend, by the actions of the globalists and by the actions of the lockdown and by the final actions, because he told me three months ago, he's like, I may not do this deal with Spotify. Don't tell anybody, but 
you know, right now they will make major moves against us uh, if we have anybody like you on. And it's outrageous. I'm trying to get out of here. And he said, uh, you know, as soon as this happens, I'll let you know. And you can tell folks about it. And he kept his word on that. He always does. He's a very stand-up guy. And he laid out, again, some things I can talk about, some things I can't. And, and it's it's everything you'd expect. I mean, it's a bunch of crazy, drugged-out, billionaire lunatics that can spy on anybody they want, that have more control than the NSA, just playing total God against everybody. And he was like, you know, I'm, I'm number one on all these platforms. I, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay like it is. I'm not going to do the deal. About a month ago. And then he watched him ban all these epidemiologists and all these doctors and Cedar Sinai's video about light therapy. And he's just like, this is beyond the Soviet Union. This is anti-human. This isn't just anti-American, Alex. This is real tyranny. You're right. You were right, Alex. I, I can't believe there's people like this. They have billions of dollars. They want to screw everybody. And they want to silence people like you, Alex, so they can then lie. He goes, I've gone back and looked at what you really said. And it's what you said is not what they say you say. So they silence you and then they lie about you. And it's the bullying. And I'm like, you know, well, I'm sorry. I got really mad at you a year and a half ago. And I went too far and I apologize. He goes, look, I get it. You came at that attack because you were legitimately pissed thinking I was with these people. And I understand you were angry and under attack. These people are in charge attacking for no reason. So Joe's a really smart guy. And, and he, because I went too far in my attacks and I've said that. But I knew, just like I always know, that Joe was a key, one of the big keys. Let's say there's seven, eight, nine, ten keys. And I've already seen a lot of the keys. We're halfway through the keys right now. And I mean, Joe Rogan, I saw, was like this, this key of keys for what's about to unfold. And it's going to get rough, folks, but the exodus away from the thought police is beginning. And that's something to be very, very excited about. And so Joe is intending to move to Austin, and so is everybody else he knows. And for them, that's kind of like, oh, we're leaving this area. At least it's kind of like halfway right wing, halfway left. You know, it's kind of like they're training wheels. And by the time Joe's done, he'll be in Montana or Wyoming in a right wing ranch. I mean, it's a process. But these folks now realize that I'm not crazy. The globalists are crazy. And the guy telling you about the globalist has been staring into the abyss so long, he's gone a little nuts. And because we were, I was talking to Joe, he goes, man, I get why you go crazy. This is, we heard him, it was in a podcast yesterday I was watching. He goes, he goes, I can't read anymore. I'm going crazy like Alex Jones. Because it's not us that's crazy. Convicted pedophiles being given access with federal grants that Trump just killed to thousands of schools, many times unannounced, in Texas, in Colorado, in New Jersey, in California, convicted pedophiles come in and five-year-olds bounce on men's crotches. And I mean, you know, you're like, well, this is, this is insane. It is insane. These people are insane. Now, I don't have a $100 million deal with Spotify, and that's fine. I have you, the people getting great products. But when I, we bring in $20 million, half that's the cost of the product. So you've done an incredible job buying the products. You've done an incredible job funding this operation. It's not a sales gimmick that I said the sale went in last Sunday and then I extended it and I've been so busy. I haven't cut new ads and we've almost sold out all the products. So I'm kind of like, what are we going to sell before more stuff comes in? And a lot of the new orders are, you know, not coming for months because the warehouses are all shutting down. But we have products still in stock. A lot of it's selling out. Biggest sale we've ever had since last Christmas is going. Some of these items, the biggest sell period, 70% off on eight pack power stack. That is at cost. 
30 to 60% off all the other items, X2, X3, Vitamin Mineral Fusion. Actually, that sold out. Uh, Pollen Block, that just sold out. Uh, there's a bunch of other great items. Uh, the Ultimate Krill Oil, we've got that, but that's close to selling out. The, you want D3, it's off the chart. Uh, Real Red Pill, Real Red Pill Plus, about to sell out. That's still 50% off. It's got the zinc, the pregnant and everything. Uh, my God, I just, I'm almost scared to take all these vitamins and minerals. They supercharge me so much. I mean, it's psychotic King Kong. I love it. <laughs> I'm so much more alive when I was in my supposed prime at 21 years. Uh, but InfoWarsStore.com, that's where you fund the pro-human revolution and get great products at the same time. Now, coming up, Robert Barnes knocked out of the park last night. He's going to comment on this revolution. And then we got Owen the Destroyer coming in here. Please remember that we have a lot of great products that have been out of stock, back in stock, like krill oil. We have the ultimate krill oil. If you don't know the benefits of krill oil, it's incredible. Everything in your body, for your heart, your skin, your libido, your stamina, your dreams. Take one of these before you go to sleep. It's well known. Experience it for yourself. Infowarstore.com. X2 sold out for months. Deep Earth Pure Crystal Iodine. Back in stock, 50% off. Vaso Beats. Back in stock, 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion. Back in stock, 50% off. Real Red Pill. Real Red Pill Plus with all the vitamins and minerals and the pregnenone. That's close to selling out. Both formulas were really close to selling out. Real Red Pill Plus. It's got some stimulant in it. Natural caffeine. That's close to selling out. 50% off still. Infowarstore.com store.com and we're already talking to our suppliers and some of them are saying we not may not take orders in a few months so i may not ever be able to get products again things are collapsing so bad folks this is total depression the infrastructure is going down get the products while you still can Infowars has become a symbol an emblem of not just american freedom but worldwide maverick spirit it's not just myself or the host at InfoWars, or the researchers, or the journalists. It's you, the listeners, the activists, the people on the front lines, in the arena. And it's the amazing guests and individuals that we interview that make InfoWars so special because we're not putting a filter in front of free minds. We're having an open discussion about the real state of the world, not the establishment and talking points that are put out by the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, the Davos Group, and other globalists. We're pushing for a pro-human future where we build a planet and beyond based on humans, for humans, by humans. Not a world where the establishment hate themselves, project their hate onto us and decide we're going to have a post-human world. I'm really excited to know that InfoWars has your support and I want to thank you all for being pro-human and pro-God. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The story of big tech, both uh, big tech censorship, social media control, social control through the life story of the podcast and the video, the YouTube of Joe Rogan. The whole pitch that Facebook, that YouTube, that Google, that Twitter made, Twitter promised to be the free speech wing of the free speech party. The pitch was that they would be outside the gated institutional narrative to steal from Eric Weinstein's phrase, that you, we would free up finally have free thought, real free speech, real free press, real free expression of free ideas, to have an engagement, to have an, uh, a true dialogue across the ideological and intellectual spectrum where the audience and the people could make up their own minds. That these technolo technological tools, like Michael Malice talked about in North Korea, could be used to free up society, not to suppress society. And in fact, that was step one. But that turned out just to be the pitch. 
The pitch was come use our platforms and we'll make sure your voice is heard throughout the world in a freer way than has ever been the case in the past. In the same way that talk radio revolutionized populist politics in the 1920s and 1930s. You can go back and look at the rise of people like Father Coughlin or Huey Long or other populist politicians that came in their same strain. People like uh, Big Jim Folsom or in my hometown, Bookie Turner, both in his radio and use of TV. These were populist politicians. They're able to get around the institutional control of the press, much in the same way the Gutenberg press created the opportunity for Protestantism to even emerge against the state oriented Catholic Church. It allowed for independence of thought and freedom of thought and liberty of thought. Joe Rogan was the perfect embodiment and expression of this. Someone who's naturally conversant, uh, deeply curious and widely uh, understands a wide range of information, is a natural conversationalist because he's conversant in so many topics and he's naturally curious and asks questions along those lines. So it would allow people to engage and through his conversations, engage in broader conversations that had often been shut out from the gated institutional narrative. This was the promise of YouTube, the promise of Google, the promise of Facebook, the promise of Twitter. Come and create on our platform and we'll promote you to the world. We won't restrain you. We'll monetize you. We'll help make you financially sustainable and successful while not interfering at all in the freedom of speech. At the same time, they went to Congress and asked for Congress to pass what is now known as the Communications Decency Act, Section 230 of that act, which immunized them from any suit based on what their creators published on their platforms. The logic being this would allow for the maximum expression of freedom and liberty of ideas. Going back to the original American tradition, the American Revolution only occurred because people had higher degrees of literacy and they used to sit around the old bars and taverns and read Thomas Paine's ingenious common sense written to a broad audience, not an elite audience. That helped give people the information and self-education that empowered the American Revolution, that fueled it from its various, uh, very original inception. In fact, my great-great-great-grandfather was the Colonel Prescott who said, don't shoot until you see the whites of their eyes. He was, in fact, the last rider on Paul Revere's ride. All of that was possible because of what Thomas Paine was able to get out to the masses through independent free information for free thought and freedom of expression. As a great intellectual said a long time ago, the state cannot close two great schools of learning, the archives of nature and the rights of man. Thomas Paine wrote about both in educating people about the logic of how they should govern themselves and civil society be governed. And in that same context, this is where social media came in. It was supposed to be the same expression. And they had the perfect embodiment of someone who came from ordinary blue-collar roots but had a broad range of life experience in someone like Joe Rogan who could bring a wide range of intellectual and ideological viewpoints to the public dialogue and debate. And yet that was being limited and restrained by what they ultimately did. So first the promise and the pitch was come in. And, and what they did is, you please come in and we'll make you rich. We'll make you successful. We'll make you prominent. And in the process, that made them rich. That gave them effective monopolies because they were able to promise greater freedom and, pro and greater opportunity than their economic competitors while they had immunity from liability from state torts and other actions that their competitors would normally have in the non-big tech space. Once they achieved and attained that monopoly and they saw the use of the technology for the truest freedom of expression of thoughts and ideas didn't lead people just to the Barack Obamas of the world, but it led them to the Joe Rogans, the Alex Jones, the Donald Trumps of the world. And that's what bothered them. That's what offended them. That's what upset them.
That's what led the gatekeepers of the gated institutional narrative to start to leverage their institutional influence with hit pieces in the New York Times and other publications. That in turn fueled Democratic politicians staging uh, congressional investigations for political and public relations purposes. That on top of people like George Soros starting to threaten to defund them unless they began to leverage their control, their monopolistic power over the public square to begin to censor speech, to begin to suppress speech. They had had a secret contract that no one fully realized or appreciated that in exchange for giving away personal and private information, people would have access to these platforms. That compromise, that contract was never fully articulated or explicated to people at the time it was done. But now they were unsatisfied with just that part of the bargain. Now they had to become, too, part of the gatekeepers of the gated institutional narrative to keep out dissident and independent ideas, to deny the very promise of the initial platforms themselves from coming into existence and staying in fruition. That's why if you look up legal news on places like YouTube and Google, they'll direct you to someone like Legal Eagle, a lawyer I've never heard of and nobody seems to know, who gets millions of views for mediocre legal thoughts. Whereas independent legal viewpoints are often suppressed, censored, or completely uh, banned or blacklisted from social media. They did this to Alex Jones after he made them substantial monies over time. But the person who had probably made as much or more money than any individual for places like Google, for places like YouTube, for places like Apple iTunes, was Joe Rogan. This was a guy who was making them rich and making them successful more than anyone. And yet, how did they treat someone who had made them so successful, who had made their platforms, who had helped facilitate those platforms becoming practical, effective, de facto monopolies in in the technological dominance of the public square? They responded by threatening copyright strikes on bogus grounds. They responded by threatening censorship campaigns on bogus grounds. They responded with public shaming campaigns, misinterpreting information about his past, misinterpreting the just because he had had someone on his show that meant he shared all of the viewpoints of that individual, uh, trying to basically defame him and destroy him in the public arena, often facilitating and enabling that. So someone who had made all of them so successful, they turned on with ease when it was no longer in their political self-interest to do to promote him, even though he had made them fabulously rich in the process. And so finally, it appears that he has decided to turn the corner to is the uh, uh, he has decided to turn and resist in his own way. Not only is the contract a contract that affords uh, Joe Rogan the opportunity of what is loosely called FU money in the practical world, basically affording him a degree of freedom and liberty and independence from that degree of control and suppression that people were done. But it's a way to walk away and to punish those who have tried to censor and suppress speech, much as uh, Dave Rubin and the Rubin Report, which was also facilitating YouTube and Google success, is increasingly creating his own independent separate brand and independent technology to get outside of the gated institutional narrative. Joe Rogan's the biggest voice in that groom. He is the guy that has made more money for YouTube and Google than any other individual, and now he's taking his bat and leaving the park and going to a different park altogether and instead putting himself into a position where he can have complete economic freedom, where he can have complete political freedom, where he can have complete freedom of thought, where he can be able to voice and bring to the public a wide range of viewpoints, regardless of what the institutional gatekeepers want to have heard. He basically has a platform and a microphone that is a megaphone for independent ideas for people to hear around the world. That was the, the significance 
of Joe Rogan's move, even if you did not have the inside information that Alex Jones has from his longstanding relationship with Joe Rogan, just an independent observer could recognize not only the economic and monetary significance, literally a billion dollar impact for Spotify and by proportion, a likely billion dollar plus loss for YouTube and Google and iTunes, but the broader statement that it makes. What if more people follow in the path that Rogan is blazing out? resisting various forms of censorship and suppression by abandoning the gated institutional gatekeepers trying to control it? What if more significant monetizing creators at YouTube uh, that have uh, money that go to Google, which is owns YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, find other places and other platforms? What if more people decide that they want to go to Spotify because Spotify will be the free speech wing of the free speech party that Twitter promised to be instead of Apple and iTunes, instead of uh, uh, Google Play, instead of the other formats that have tried to act in a form of suppressing and oppressing speech? It has been the longest standing for those who believe in First Amendment thought. It isn't simply because it's a constitutional right. It isn't simply because our founding fathers and our families and our forefathers spent two centuries spreading us, willing to risk their uh, their blood, their life, their liberty in order to establish it. It's because it is critical to the functioning of a good government. It is essential to the functioning of a civil society. Freedom of thought relates to freedom of speech because it all corresponds and correlates to what you hear. It's not just about my right to speak. It is about you, the audience's right, and our, the audience's right, to hear what we want to hear. This is the end, my friends. My only friends, the end. Of our elaborate plans, the end. Of everything that stands, the end. The safety. The delusion. It's all over, ladies and gentlemen. Because there was only the mirage of safety. Movies and partying and living like children never growing up, never caring about other people. This delivered us into the hands of tyranny. Just like the history books show us, just like the Bible states, every time Israel became corrupt and evil and turned away from God, they were brought into captivity because their people sold out to special interest and were infiltrated by spies, and then they were enslaved. We are repeating that again today. Compliance and going along with this system leads to absolute bondage. InfoWars has decided to fight for freedom. And InfoWars has had great victory thanks to your support and your prayers.